host, Cassie. You might recognize us from such podcasts as Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. Yeah. That's not what this is. It's in the same feed. But it's, it's that time of the month. It's that time of the month. And I'm not talking about your period. You might be. You for might some, be. For some of our listeners, if you're... If, I if just it is, finished mine. Oh, congrats. Thanks. Good job. I don't like it. Anyway... <laughs> It's Q&A time. I mean, actually, it's past time. We it's actually... past time. We're lazy. Sorry. Well, life no, gets it's busy. more like it's more like you are getting a master's degree in one year. Yeah. And that's here's here's the deal. If 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 you're if you're a patron, if you're a patron at the level where you can do Q&A, message us with your Q&A questions whenever. Yeah, sure. Like, don't don't wait. You don't have to wait for us. It's loosey goosey. You know, we're not we don't. <laughs> Don't. It's the opposite of don't call us, we'll call you. Please, please call us. If we forget. Yeah. Because our lives are kind of all over the place. But, I mean, we try our best and... I'm a mess. <laughs> School's crazy. But anyway, we did get some questions. We did get some questions. This will be kind of a short one, it looks like. Um, yeah, so our first set of questions come from our patron, Amanda. Thank Hi, you, Amanda. Amanda. Thank you. First question is, would you, if invited, go ghost hunt, ghost adventuring with Zach and the GAC? In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. I mean, when they were in Colfax. I wanted to so bad. I wanted to so bad. We tried. We we sent in, like, kind of applications, if that's what you want to call it. And then I fucked it up by extras. texting. I texted the fucking rep that they sent. Because for some reason, she included her, her phone number in the... In the posting and she didn't mean to or something like that i don't know but anyway we tried we didn't get picked we do have friends who got picked to be extras on the show and unbeknownst to us the episode they were in aired last night as time of recording we're not totally sure because we don't have cable but that's what we heard it's the colfax episode colfax washington so we hope to see it soon we'll tell you but yeah we tried our best to and i was considering just hanging out in colfax i said just to see just to see if i could bump into them but then i thought to myself don't be like Zach Cassie. Don't be. Don't do Don't that. stalk people. That's yeah. not cool. The next question is: Do you have any personal paranormal or otherwise unexplained experiences? Things you can't logic or science away. No. 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 Okay. Uh, I've definitely had some weird experiences. I've never seen a go. Well, actually, hold on a second. I'm gonna take that back. I think, like for the most part, a lot of my experiences could be scienced away. I mean, that house I lived in in New Jersey that used to be Masonic Temple in the 1800s was old. Experienced a major fire. Definitely felt creepy and uncomfortable, and definitely heard things. Probably could be scienced away. I did uh, one evening have the chain of my cross necklace snapped and broken. Mm. Um, but I was kneeling over and I was wearing several layers of sweatshirt because we didn't use heat. And that could have pulled at the necklace. So that's me sciencing that away. But I had an experience in Indiana. I was walking along a trail. Specifically, it was the Eagle Creek hiking trail rail trail i believe it's called it used to be a railroad track area it's in zionsville indiana it's a really pretty um trail and i was along the main long path that used to be the railroad and it's beautiful it's covered in trees on all sides like just like trees going over the path so it's super shaded it's super lush 
gorgeous. And then ahead of me, I saw two men dressed in military uniform that was not of the current day. It looked like, if any of you have ever seen the insert to the Black Parade CD by My Chemical Romance, and you've got that beautiful, when you open up the insert, it's like a, a gorgeous like set of the boys and a bunch of people in costume, like everybody's in costume. And there are a few soldiers in that scene with the round um, helmets. That's what these guys looked like. They had those round helmets and they just kind of like walked into, they, they walked off to the side and into the trees and disappeared. They were solid and I thought they were actual people in military outfits, although the, the time frame or the, the, the time period of of the uniform was not of today's style. I actually called non-emergency police and just told them that I saw some guys with like rifles and they just wandered into the the forest and I don't know what's going on but you might want to just like have a look. So it was like real enough that I thought that maybe something strange was going on but I didn't immediately think ghost but then afterwards I was like that was weird because they weren't wearing normal military uniforms. They could have been LARPers but like there's a lot of poison ivy in the bushes and I don't know why anybody would want to just walk off into the like not a particular path but just like the brush. So I think that's the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. It wasn't scary at all. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like less weird. Mm. Um, let's see. When you squeeze the toothpaste tube, do you do it from the middle or from the bottom? From wherever the most tension is. Like when I when I'm picking it up, wherever I feel the tension, that's where I squeeze it from. Yeah, I usually I usually just squeeze it and you then just squeeze it. I just squeeze it. You just glop it and glorp it. Yeah, and then you Does, slam it. Doesn't matter where. And then when it gets like, anywhere, when it gets like down to the last bit, so we we I go from the end. Then I I suck roll, it out of the tube it. like a vampire bat. Okay. <laughs> if you could tell Zach one thing to improve either his approach to life or ghost adventuring, what would it be? Can you fix that? I don't know if you can fix it. <laughs> <laughs> And if I fixed it, if I improved Zach's life, what would I be like? Think about what you'd be taking away from the world. You'd be removing Zach Bagans, the specimen, as he is from this world. Like uh, you'd be ruining everyone's fun. Really. Well, but he does creep people out and make yeah, them uncomfortable. That, that is true. A lot of people don't like him when they, they actually meet him. I mean, I would basically just say, you know, hey, you're a creep a lot of the time and you're kind of racist, too. And then maybe I'd encourage him to like go to college for like Fuck. sociology or college. just go Get back to school degree, but like i mean well he clearly has some sort of award or degree in his film schooling or whatever but like i would not to be elitist but like i feel like he really does need to get schooled on like socioeconomic issues and have a greater social awareness of the people who definitely exist other than himself yeah. And I don't think that's something that you can just tell him. He's not going to bend. He needs he needs like intensive like he needs to do some intensive studying and Yeah. So I mean, I could say things to him, but I don't think he's the type that would like be open to change. Mm, yeah. Unless yeah. like he got schooled. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he could afford college at this point. Again, he can obviously buy homes and then destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a location that the GAC hasn't been to that you'd like them to go? Yes. Where? I do not believe they have yet been to the 
murder mansion or whatever it's called the it's it's no longer in existence i believe there's a new building on top of it but it's the place in chicago where that serial killer was around the world's fair when it was in chicago you know who i'm talking about like hoffman i think his name is i have no this is all you okay he's the serial killer that (laughs) built it like a big building to basically rent out to women especially while they were visiting for the World's Fair, and he designed it. Wait, no, didn't they do this? I don't believe so. It's a post office now. I don't believe the Ghost Adventures went to it. I think we saw it on something else. Okay, then maybe, yeah. If they haven't gone, then yes, absolutely this place. Now now I remember what it is. Yeah, uh, let me see. Where he, like, devised a bunch of different ways to kill people, and you could do it from, like, you could, like, send them down chutes into different killing rooms. Hotel, is that first suggestion? H.H. Holmes. Oh, yes. He was a creeper. He was a weirdo. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that there have been other shows that have investigated this building, which is a, a post office now. But it's I'm, spooky. I'm pretty sure the Ghost Adventures have not, the, Vent- the Ghost Adventures crew has not been there yet. Yeah. So that's that's the place I would like them to investigate. Yeah. Do you have one? I don't know, really. I mean, I would kind of like to see them do an outdoor location just mm-hmm. because I can imagine how fun, how hilarious that would be to watch because mm-hmm. they'd be getting all kinds of contamination. Um, but I specifically like all of them. They'd places, be terrified of everything. They'd be so actually scared. There'd be so much real fear. The only places that I'm thinking of are places where like unexplained shit that is not necessarily ghosty has happened and also would be like super inimicable to human life, like the Dietlove Pass. Oh, yes. I would love to watch a documentary film about Zach, Nick, and Aaron trying to spend two nights at the Dietlove Pass. Mm-hmm. Well, they wouldn't even be able to do it because they'd have to be helicoptered in. Yeah. They don't hike. No, these people are not. They, they're they not survivalists. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like all the shit that I'm coming up with would end with them dying. Yeah. Would end with them just being dead. Yeah. I would like... Well, but because I have this deep need to watch the Blair Witch, but with Ghost Adventures crew. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you know there's a Blair Witch video game coming out? What? Yeah. I oh almost, my I God. almost regret saying that because I wanted to show you the trailer where the trailer is like burying the lead entirely until the very end oh, that it's a Blair I'm Witch so game. I'm so excited. I gotta show you the trailer. I love Blair Witch. I, it's terrifying, if especially if you like to go camping and out, outdooring. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's scary as shit. And especially since you don't quite know exactly what the bad thing is. Have you seen any of the other movies? They made more. No, I didn't bother. We should I've, try it. I've heard that a more recent one is actually pretty good, but I'm not sure. But anyway, Blair Witch coming I in 2020. I love found footage. We love found footage yes. horror movies. It's, oh, there's another good one the called tunnel? The Tunnel. Oh, yes. Takes place in Ooh. Melbourne um, or Sydney. Fuck if I know, honestly. It's just somewhere in Australia. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're those dumb Americans. Um, it's a great movie. It's so Yeah, creepy. it takes place in the subway system, and it's like Blair Witch style. It's, it's freaky. So now we're going to move on to Jean V's questions. Thank you, Jean V. She has three for us. Uh-oh. Have you had any experiences yourself? Uh-oh. Had yes. This one what were they? So, yeah. Um, it was... Let me see if I can. The only stuff that's coming to mind for me is that, like, there were places in my grandparents' house that I was scared of. Mm -hmm. Like what? Like the back room where my grandparents slept and also where the TV that my Super Nintendo was hooked up to was. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. There were a bunch of paintings and photos of old family members who had died, and I was really freaked out by that. 
like yeah. paintings and photos of dead people I really didn't like. That is for whatever freaky. reason. And then there was the shower in the bathroom at that house because there was like a weird face in the in the marble. You know how marble like yeah. there's designs pareidolia you just see faces cuz you're it's your brain. It does that. Yeah. And there was one that was like a, a creepy face huh. that I thought as a kid. Wow. I do have a weird experience that happened to me when I was a kid. And it's most likely, it most likely was sleep paralysis. However, I, I seemed to be able Oof. to move. Yeah. So, which is not normal for sleep paralysis. Usually you can move a little bit sometimes. Mm. Like your like, fingers. So here's what happened. I had a dresser right next to the head of my bed that kind of blocked the doorway to the exterior of my room. And on my dresser, I don't really remember exactly what was up there, but I know that one of the things was a nutcracker that I had since I was into ballet and the nutcracker, like a full-size nutcracker. And then I do definitely, I did definitely have a Burton Ernie flashlight that was like square in shape and orange kind of small, not very powerful, but that was off all the time. And one night lights were off in my bed. I must've been like facing the dresser and I opened my eyes and I saw my mother in front of me right next to my bed with her face right in my face, holding the flashlight up to her face and a really creepy grin and it scared the shit out of me. I turned around really fast, pulled the blankets over my head and was screaming like, mom, why, why are you doing this? But I knew that it really wasn't her, but I was like screaming mm. for her. And she came into my room and she was like, what's up? And I was like, why did you do that? Anyway, after that, like I had to sleep in her room <laughs> for a very long time. Oh gosh. Uh, I had terrible nightmares as a child, but it was probably like trauma related family issues. But, um, so yeah, I, that was terrifying, but it could have just been sleep paralysis. And my, my idea is maybe I like dream, dreamed the nutcracker and the flashlight together into my mother who, mm. yeah. So I had a sleep paralysis experience recently where mm-hmm. what I saw in the room was, Something coming into the room through the wall. Oh, God. Like coming through the wall as though it wasn't, as though it could just pass through it, Uh pass through matter. And it was like a collection of shapes. It was like poly, like polygons, like, like pyramids and, and, and tetrahedrons Uh kind of moving within one another. And it was like looming in through the wall. Of our bedroom? Yeah. That's terrifying. And I, some reason I knew it was bad, but like, Mm -hmm. I, and I was very scared of it. But like, when I think back on it, I'm just kind of fascinated by the imagery of it. Mm -hmm. Because I know this won't mean anything to you, but it might mean something to our listeners. It reminded me of a mecha, like a, like a giant robot from anime. Oh. In that it was very like, it was angular and kind of symmetrical in some ways. It Mm -hmm. didn't have, it didn't reference like a human body or Mm -hmm. anything like that. That, but it seemed to be sort of vaguely outlining a like uh, a, a shape that had like personhood in some way to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This is probably not making any sense. But it was like a no, person. It, it was like shaped like a person, but also not shaped like a person, and made of like mm-hmm. pyramids and triangles and tetrahedrons and things like that. That's really interesting yeah. that your brain saw that, and it was still really scary for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Sleep paralysis is scary. How long ago did that happen? Months? A few months? Okay. I don't know. I, don't, I can't pinpoint it exactly. Yeah, interesting. I have a friend who told me she had a sleep paralysis story where she saw her father standing in the doorway 
Mm-hmm. And the other things that she saw were a bunch of nurses and orderlies like holding her down. And there was a doctor giving her a shot, God. like a huge shot. And her doctor and her father was just standing in the doorway watching all of this. Oh, my God. Isn't that terrifying? That Sleep is terrifying. Is so fucked up. Jesus. Like, I'm sure it's like your mind is in a state of panic since you feel like you can't move and you're kind of like half awake, half asleep. But what at the I've same heard... time, well, some people think that it, your sleep paralysis, the state of sleep paralysis is like a window into the paranormal. Oh, interesting. What were you going to say? Well, what I've heard is that the the panic comes first and then your brain creates stuff that you would logically be afraid of for you to see. Mm-hmm. So like your there's some kind of deep brain panic response from that from the act of waking up at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And then in order to match that panic, you're you're you get visual signals yeah. that are like, "Oh, you're really scared. Well, here's here's something scary." Well, that's kind of what happens when you dream. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So like if you if you feel like something bad might happen in your dream, it usually bad happens. Am I right about that? I don't know. Okay. I used to be able to lucid, uh, make myself lucid dream when I was a kid because of all my terrifying nightmares that I used to oh. have. Yeah, it's a good way to, to get a control on that. Yeah, I used to, to train of... myself. I, basically, all I would do is I would just keep repeating to myself as I was drifting to sleep, uh, wake yourself up, wake yourself up. That's a method up. of lucid dreaming training. Oh, really? Uh-huh. It's okay. considered more dangerous because it can lead to sleep paralysis. Oh, maybe that's why I suffer from sleep paralysis yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it could be. The other way is that is that like inception shit where you have to like get yourself in the habit of doing reality checks yeah. until it's so second nature that you do it even when you're dreaming. Yeah, well, when I would when I would do that to myself and then I'd fall asleep, jump into a nightmare, I would remember in my dream that I was dreaming and I can wake myself up and then I would it's wake cool. myself up. Yeah. It was still terrifying. Yeah, of course. <laughs> How did you two decide to make a podcast of the show specifically? It was just, it was just, we were already watching it. Yeah, we were already doing it. We were already watching Ghost Adventures and and having long conversations about how fucking dumb they are. So we figured that the the only extra work we'd be adding is like editing and uploading. And 2019 Max, here's here's myself saying the only extra work is recording, is editing and uploading. And that's like significant work. But still, it's fun to do. Yeah, it is fun. And a lot of you might not know how we do the show, but, you know, a lot of podcasts will have preparation involved before they record. (laughs) Ours includes zero preparation. All we Some do. podcasters do this fancy shit like making lists. <laughs> we don't have and, time like, for that. Planning out an episode. <laughs> um, we like we really wanted to make this podcast as simple as possible. What am I, Travis McElroy? To- Come on. <laughs> We wanted to make it as simple as possible for us to do so that like we couldn't make commitments we couldn't keep. So um Why did I pick Travis as the one to make an example about I have planning? No idea. <laughs> The answer to that question was yes. (laughs) In fact. (laughs) Because also, we started this when I was still working on my first master's degree. And I was like, you know, I can't commit. She needed some escape. I needed some, like, A life preserver. Yeah. So we just made it a thing that would be doable. And so basically what we do when we prepare to to do an episode is we will watch the episode with the guest even over the internet so like skype or something and then we write notes as we watch the episode and then we record immediately after yeah like as soon as possible usually we take like a pee break or whatever but yeah like then we just jump right in because you want it to be fresh in your memory and also part of the joy of doing this is watching ghost adventures with your friends and so we like to recreate that ourselves with our guests our friends that come on and then of course it's so much fun if they've never seen Ghost oh adventures. yeah that's it's, just the most 
it's amazing just to listen to them react to the show. I I love hearing people who have never seen the show say the exact same shit Uh on the episode. You know what I mean? Like when somebody who's never seen the show before (laughs) comes on and is like, man, they're really mean to Aaron. And I'm like, yeah, dude, they are. It sucks. Or when the show ends and they're like, that's "That's it? it? Every time we yeah. have a new person It's on. fun to do it, watch it together. So we always do that. Like a lot of people think, oh, I need to watch the show beforehand. No, we like to watch it with you because that's part of the fun. So what you was the original question? I don't know. Something about, um, here, look at it. Oh yeah. How did we decide to do this? Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. So, I mean, it does take us about. It mm, takes a good chunk of time. Cause it takes like three hours to watch and record and then about. About an hour, maybe hour and a half. Yeah, to edit. I always say like one and a half times the length of the recording is how long it takes to edit. Maybe twice as long if you're if it's a really hard edit. Yeah, yeah. If you got like a lot of stuff to cut out and rearrange, Mm -hmm. then like twice as long as Mm -hmm. it takes to record. Although I can be pretty meticulous about it sometimes, so I might take a little longer than some folks. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I usually, well, I'll listen as Max is editing just to yeah. see, you know. And I then, do most of the editing, really what I've noticed is that I do most of the editing for like quality of listening mm-hmm. and you do most of the editing for like content of mm-hmm. the episode. Mm-hmm. Like you help us like move stuff around or delete sections that don't go anywhere. And that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. And then also while Max is editing, I, I make the images for each episode. Yeah. Which sometimes are very short and sweet other times but sometimes it's like a journey I'm, I'm trying not odyssey. to I think the one that took me the longest was the one with the dinosaur that one stuff. was a that one was so took so long that we didn't upload the episode till the next day I know and I was like <laughs> I'm got so ambitious I'm the that. type of person that when I start something I have finish to finish it, it. Yeah, I can't no just what. leave it as is because I feel like I've you know I and, and you don't I, even like going to sleep before you finish you don't even like putting no, it off to finish the next I, day I sacrificed sleep that night because I, I wanted to finish it <laughs> and I re- and a part of the reason why it took so long was because I like did it in the most you did choose to do a kind of a weird I did it in the least productive way possible you picked a real Sisyphus type of challenge for yourself I did last question what will you do if the great honorable Lord Baggins finds out about your podcast and directly calls you out uh, invite him <laughs> invite him on he would block in us. a second he would I block would, us but if he if we if I find out that he knows about the show yeah I'm gonna invite him to I would come pee. on the fucking show can you imagine <laughs> we are a part of a podcaster like a group of podcasters on Facebook I mean somewhat related to scavengers network but not quite where somebody got Ken Marino somebody in our group of friends got Ken Marino from wet hot American summer yeah to come on their fucking podcast yeah so like the sky is the limit you know podcasting it's a it's a fairly small commitment it's like an hour and you don't even need a good microphone Well, here's here's how I would envision Zach reacting. Not well. No, of course not. No, I mean he would be like He would well, not take it as flattery. Well, of course they're just jealous because Skeptics. I've made something with my life. Yeah. And they're trying to deny this reality. Yeah, he won't see the fact that like he's basically a millionaire now. And like <laughs> what does he have on us? Like yeah. He's so far, like... A, Wait, does a, that make sense? What, is no, he, but I what do we have on him? A reasonable yeah. adult in his position would see people like us and not fret over it in yeah. any way, probably. Be like, like, who are these ignore, idiots? Like, who cares? Like, I don't know. They're not changing my my uh, my viewer counts or whatever. Like, yeah. I think he would react in a similar way to how I, Donald Trump reacts to criticism. I think Travel Channel would have more to say about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because they'd be like... Yeah, well, but then we don't use clips from the show or anything like that. We're, we're not really infringing on copyright. Yeah. Um, we 
we never said we're the official Ghost Adventures podcast. We're like the, we're a parody. What if we started calling ourselves the official Ghost Adventures <laughs> podcast? We'd get sued. We'd be, we'd be told to stop. Get a DMCA takedown? Yeah. Did I mean, there's the, nothing to sue us for. We don't have money. Did you see this Facebook, <laughs> the Zenkai Boost page on Facebook got hit with a DMCA takedown? Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> My other podcast that gets like 10% of the downloads that this one gets yeah that's ridiculous go listen to zenkai boost it's funny yeah uh, don't listen to it if you don't like anime i'm not going to change your mind about anime yeah i would love it if zach was like you know i'm going to challenge these skeptics and like if he had us come on one of their fly, episodes <laughs> fly them out to my uh haunted hotel in nevada museum you mean Muse- oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> I call it a hotel because sometimes I like to go sleep in the demon room downstairs <laughs> where it's just yeah. thick with ghosts. And he makes the little, uh, the symbols on the ground that he doesn't know what actually, like what they actually mean. And- Al Roker told me he is coming to do a piece on the ha- <laughs> the haunted museum later today. Yeah, I would love to be on an episode anyway. Yeah. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for your questions. Folks. As always, visit us at patreon.com slash insanelyhaunted to see other ways you can support us. And then there's non-monetary things you can do, like telling your friends. Giving us a rating. We have some more ratings. Man, we haven't we haven't thanked our, our raters in a long time. I think we should do that for the next episode that we do. Okay. Yeah, we, we recently got a bad review. Oh, did we? Yeah. Are they mad? We're giving Zach a tough time. Okay. Well... See, that's the other reason Zach doesn't need to get upset at this is because he has uh, his loyal followers who will who will take up that charge for him. Yeah. Anyway, there it's a service. Be a fan, I guess. I don't know. That's <laughs> stupid. Anyway, have a great afternoon. Yeah. Have a great, you know, have a great day. Have a great day. I'm really tired. I've been reading a lot. Anyway, bye, folks. We'll see you shortly. Goodbye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.